Thank you for joining us for today's show. You can follow us on Facebook or visit our website at BeatitudesChurch.org. Beatitudes Radio, empowering people to enrich society. This young black man, he was only 18 years old. He had joined the Navy, and in return, they had stationed him in Pensacola, Florida. While he was there, he bought a car, if you want to call it that. It wasn't much of a car. When you're poor and you don't have a lot of money, you tend to buy what you can get for the little money that you have. So that's what he did. He had his car, and as he was recalling this story, one of the things that hit him was he remembered that it was on a particular holiday, and he didn't know which one. He decided that there was enough of the time of a leave that he was going to go back home. Home, West Virginia. So he got in his car, and he took off. He was going through Alabama. He was on a rural road. And then it happened. Cheap car, worn out tires. He had a tire blow on him. He pulled over to the side, went to his trunk, opened it up and looked inside, and lo and behold, no spare tire. As he closed the trunk down, he turned and he noticed this man coming up over the hill. And again, as he was recounting this story, he said, that character looked like he came right out of the movie Deliverance. And he said, being a young black man, I knew I was at the wrong place at the wrong time. This white man came over. He stopped, looked down, and said, huh, blew your tire. Yes, sir. man looked at him again and turned and walked away and went right back over that hill. Young black man thought, wow, I, I just got, got away with it. But a little bit of time went by and he was thinking what he should do to fix his tire and then all of a sudden over that hill here came that white man again. Except this time he was carrying something. He was carrying a tire, and he came over, and he helped him put that tire on his car. They shook hands and went their different ways, but that young black man learned something. We all need each other. A few years went by, and to pursue his music career, he went from West Virginia, rural West Virginia, to Los Angeles, California. And man, talking about a shock. One particular day, Bill Withers was sitting at a piano he had bought, and he was just kind of making the runs up and down on that piano keyboard. And a phrase kept going over and over in his mind. Lean on me. Lean on me. And the reason probably he said that it continued to come through his mind was 
the reality that he was experiencing in Los Angeles, California, was not even close to the reality of West Virginia. In rural West Virginia, you needed each other. You depended on each other. In Los Angeles, you were lucky if they even looked at you when they passed your way. And feeling somewhat nostalgia, Bill Withers took out a piece of paper and he began to write. Sometimes in our lives, we all have pain. We all have sorrow. What's amazing to me is in those first three lines of that song, he uses the plural. It's not, I have pain and sorrow. He intentionally uses the plural by saying, we, we all have pain. We all have sorrow. We are ultimately interrelated to each other. And one of the indicators of that is that at times, life is hard. And that's why he wrote the chorus, Lean on me when you're not strong, and I'll be your friend, for it won't be long till I'm going to need somebody to lean on. Bill Withers understood he got it. That while life is hard, we have each other. And if I'm willing to help you, to a certain degree, if we're honest, when we help other people, we kind of do it because it feels good. We feel good. It's like, yeah, I'm a caring, giving person. But Bill Weathers also understood that one of the reasons why we help other people is because there will come a time when we're going to need them to lean on. This idea of depending on each other, it's really, it's not new. As long as our species has been around, we understood that in order to survive, we had to depend on each other. Plain and simple. And that's why the story that was read for us, some of you may have wondered why in the world did Tony choose this story about war and killing people for his last sermon? Well, the reason why I chose it is because I think it captures the idea that Bill Weathers tried to capture in that song. Now, there's speculation. Some would say that originally the story of Moses and the Amalekites and Aaron and Hur, that originally it was a story about Moses and his magic rod. In verse 9, it says that Moses said he would take his rod and go up, and he would hold it up. And there seems to be really solid evidence that this story was originally about that. Moses and his magic rod. 
The theory goes on to say that at some point, a later writer came in and he introduced two characters, Aaron and her. By introducing them, the writer actually does something pretty incredible. Aaron and her become supporting characters, both figuratively and literally. And by adding these characters, the text changes, it shifts. And all of a sudden, it's no longer the focus is on the magic rod. The focus is on those three individuals. I love it when the text says that Moses' hands grew heavy. So they turned and they grabbed a rock, moved it over. Moses sat on it while still trying to keep his hands up. And then I, in my imagination, imagined that Aaron and her just kind of watching Moses and then his hands begin to go like this and they know what's coming next. Because when the hands go down, Israel begins to lose. So I'm not sure in my mind who went first, but I imagine one of them went over there and just kind of propped his hand up for him. And then the other came and propped his hand up for him. Perhaps the story, one of its meaning for us today, a principle that we can still apply in our lives today is that when things get hard, we really need each other. We need to be able to lean on each other. Have you ever tried to see how long you could keep your hands up? You don't have to do that, by the way. But just try to hold them up. After a while, the muscles begin to ache. Muscles might even begin to twitch a little. While as difficult as that physical phenomena is, there's a figurative phenomena that comes along with it. You see, each one of us in this space has, is, or will face battles of life. You know pain and you know sorrow. That's the reality of life. And in a society that emphasizes raw individualism, this idea of depending on other people can come across as somehow being weak. That we're not strong enough to make it on our own. That's a fallacy. 
Perhaps it's the other way around. In that our greatest example of strength is when we're willing to reach out and ask for help. Reverend Joan Javier Duval said the following, to admit I have needs that I can't meet myself and to allow myself to be cared for, these, these are essential skills in this endeavor of being human. It's not a sign of weakness. If you're hurting, don't go it alone. Listen to Bill Withers. Find someone to lean on. And then when the time comes, you be there so that they can lean on you. In the next week and weeks and months to come, you as a congregation are going to be facing some challenges. You're going to be facing a brand new road that you have not traveled in seven years. And I'm here to tell you that on your journey, your hands are going to get tired. You might become discouraged. But you know what to do in those moments. You know that you need each other to be successful as a church. That's why I think Paul is so incredible that he captures the idea of the church and he says it's our, like our body. We need all of these body parts. I thank God no one took one of them from me. We need each other. But let me tell you something else. Over the next weeks and months to come, you will also face new opportunities. Opportunities that will be a new door that you can go through. And in order to optimize those opportunities, you must, you must depend on each other. Lean on each other. Sometimes in our lives, we will all have pain. We all have sorrow. 
But since you are wise, you know, you know there's always a tomorrow. Amen. Thank you for joining us for today's show. You can help us to continue this program by making your donations at BeatitudesChurch.org backslash online dash giving. Beatitudes Radio, empowering people to enrich society.